Welcome to the old radio. The the old radio. The old the old. Ra- It's the old radio comedy podcast. It's episode 42 of season 2 and a special hump day happy hour edition of the podcast. Today, as a special request from a comment made by one of our Podbean listeners, we're bringing you two back-to-back episodes of The Charlie McCarthy Show. Edgar Bergen was a famous ventriloquist who got a start on vaudeville with his dummy, Charlie McCarthy, who became his lifelong sidekick. At a performance at the Rainbow Room in Manhattan in 1936, two radio producers were so impressed that they recommended Bergen and McCarthy to appear on Rudy Valley's Fleischmann's Yeast Hour. That appearance was so successful that it led to Bergen and McCarthy being given regular cast roles on the Chase and Sanborn Hour, and they remained on the radio under different sponsors and networks from May 9th of 1937 to July 1st of 1956. Their show went to CBS in 1949 and was called The Charlie McCarthy Show, with Coca-Cola as the sponsor. And then in October of 1954, Kraft Foods sponsored it as The Edgar Bergen Hour. Bergen and McCarthy also made several films together in the 1930s, and Bergen appeared in many films alone from the 40s through the 70s. He was also the father of actress Candace Bergen. Now sit back and relax for the November 17, 1946, and December 14, 1947 broadcasts of The Charlie McCarthy Show. This is Ken Carpenter, ladies and gentlemen, greeting you on behalf of Edgar Bergen, Charlie McCarthy, Ray Noblin's orchestra, Anita Gordon, Mortimer Snur, Jack Mather, and our very charming guest for this Sunday, Miss Tallulah Bankhead. And here's Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy. Charlie, you're just the person I want to see. Well, sorry, Bergen, but the feeling ain't mutual. I see. Charlie, why do I always uh, seem to have trouble with you? I don't know why, Bergen. I guess you're just naturally hard to get along with. Is that so? Yes. Well, now, I've been sending you to dancing school for the past two weeks. Yes, sir. You've said very little about it. Yes, sir. How are you coming along? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That stuff came from McCarthy, Bergen. Oh, Charlie, you were very fortunate to be accepted into that dancing school. Why? Well, it's the most exclusive one in town. The best people send their children there. Yeah, well, then they don't send their best children there. <laughs> but this dancing class, why, Charlie, it will make you sure of yourself. Oh, I'm, I'm sure now. Yeah? In fact, I'm positive that I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Especially that Virginia Rio. I don't go for that. Oh, well, uh, isn't that the one where you all join hands? Yeah, yeah. Well, wasn't that quite a thrill? Well, I... Uh, <laughs> I think it was for the girl next to me. Yeah? Yeah. I had a frog in my hand. Oh, well. <laughs> Don't you even like the ballet? No, it's too strenuous. Gives me a ballet ache. Oh, it's... <laughs> 
Anyway, attending dancing school will teach you how to walk with poise and dignity. Some people, you know, they walk like ducks. Yeah. Yeah. Quack, 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 quack. <laughs> Could I interest you in a dozen eggs? All right. <laughs> Do you know the proper way to walk, Charlie? Proper way? Yes. To walk? Yes. Well, I... I sort of always favor the old-fashioned way. <laughs> you know, putting one foot in the front of the other. <laughs> no, but I mean, do you know do you know how to enter a room? Well, you can nearly always jimmy a window. No, no. <laughs> oh, you mean in the daytime? Yes, of course, yes. Well, it's like this, Charlie. Uh, I want you to understand that all this I do for your good. Yes, sir. You understand, Charlie, your... You're growing into adolescence now. Yes, sir. And you, you must learn the social graces, because before long, you, you'll begin to think about girls. No. <laughs> you, you mean I'm approaching the nickable age? Yes. Now, suppose you meet a young lady at a dance. How would you ask her for the next dance? Well, I'd say, Hi, you hot toddy, sling me the body. Yeah. <laughs> now, what if she doesn't want to dance, if she declines? Well, I'll just say, All right, then, dreamboat, let's go out on the porch and smooch. No, no. Tyler no. Van Snort wouldn't do such a thing. No, he wouldn't. Why didn't you watch him at dancing school, Charlie? Well, I did. And that's why it happened. What happened? Well, it all started out while we were dancing the minuet. Minuet? Yeah. That's French for slow death. I see. <laughs> so, uh, Skyler, Skyler was bowing to his partner. He was bowing? Yes. And I was standing right in back of him, see? Yes. Oh, he was begging for it. Oh. <laughs> And what did you do? Well, my football instincts told me that the situation called for a quick kick in the end zone. I see. <laughs> and you did? That's it. I did, yes. Under the circumstances, I could only do what you always told me to do, Bergen. What was that? To put my best foot forward. I see. <laughs> the rest is history. What do you mean, Charlie? History? Well... Pandemonium set in. Everybody started socking everybody else. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. But, Charlie, I sent you there to acquire charm and culture. Yes, sir. Skylar cornered me, and for ten minutes we traded charm and culture. Yeah. Blow for blow. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Yeah. And the next thing I knew, the whole class was chasing little old me. Yeah. So what did I do? I did a jackknife dive into the punch bowl. Oh, no. How did you come out? Punch drunk. Oh, that's terrible. When the brawl finally died down, and all good things must end, you know, I found myself thrown out, face down in the gutter. Oh, no. Tired but happy. <laughs> Charlie, you've disgraced me. How could I ever face those people again? Well, I'm afraid you not only can, but will. In court. <laughs> the special arrangement is played now by Ray Noble and his orchestra of the current hit, Aren't You Glad You're You? 
look who's wearing a brand new spring suit. Well, that's me. Yes, it's Mortimer. <laughs> yep. Yep, I'm all bib and tuckered out. Yes, I see. Well, you certainly look sharp in that new suit. Yep, I'm I'm a regular uh I'm a regular bow uh, bumblebee. No, no. No. A bum bum broom handle? No, no, no. Hobo bummer. No, no, no. What? Bo Brummel. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. Yep. Well, you're Trey Sheik. Hmm? I say you're Trey Sheik. No, no. A Mortimer. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes. Well, I mean, you certainly look smart. Well? Yes, you do. Oh, no. Yes, you do. I do? Yeah. Well, maybe so, but underneath I'm just as dumb as I ever was. <laughs> But, Mortimer, there's just one jarring note in that outfit. Well, that's my face. No, no. <laughs> no. It's that hat. Isn't it on backwards? Oh, uh, no, no. It just looks that way because my face is on forwards. Oh, <laughs> Tell me, Mortimer, what, what's the reason for the new suit? Hmm? I say, what's the reason for the new suit? Well, it's new. I know it's new. What's the reason for it? Are you in love? What? Are you in love? No. 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 What's the matter? Oh, you asked the blushiest question. Well, don't you have any dates with girls? No, no. Why? Like, I wouldn't be seen with any girl that go out with a fellow as funny looking as me. Well, then why did you get the new clothes? Well, I had to get rid of my old clothes. Had to get rid of them? Yeah. On account of because I, uh, I found a little squirrel. A little squirrel? Gray squirrel? No, it was a black one. Black one, yeah. With white server stripes. Well, white server stripes. <laughs> a black squirrel with white server stripes. Yeah. Uh-oh. He, he got in my lunch pail and he tried to steal a donut. Oh, yeah. Well, I certainly hope you let him have it. Well, I was going to. But he let me have it first. <laughs> he let you have it first. Well, he sort of backfired. Oh, I see. Well, were you surprised? Surprised I was smellbound. Yeah, I... You know, somebody ought to tell that little squirrel he ain't using the right kind of soap. <laughs> Mortimer, don't you even know the difference between a squirrel and a skunk? No, is that what it was? Why, of course. How can you be so stupid? Well, I don't know. I guess my brain is bucking the headwind. <laughs> I say, Edgar, where were you last night, old boy? I kept calling and calling, but there was no answer. Well, Charlie and I went out, Ray. Oh, well, then it's lucky I didn't put a nickel in the phone, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we, we went to the theater. Uh-huh. And, you know, we had a very exciting time. Oh, you did? Yes. <laughs> you mean uh, her bubble broke? Uh, oh, no, no. No. We saw Tallulah Bankhead in a stage play, uh, Foolish Notion. Oh, now, yeah. jolly, yeah. I'd like to meet a girl with Foolish Notions. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, 
Well, you'll have a chance to. She's coming over tonight. Oh, you don't say. Uh, what did you say her name was? Uh, Toodaloo Banknote? No, not Toodaloo, no. No. No, it's Tallulah Bankhead. Miss Tallulah Bankhead. Now, don't overdo it, Edgar. They heard you the first time. Why, Tallulah! <laughs> Thank you. Tallulah, I want you to know how much I enjoyed your play. Oh, did you, Edgar? Then you got the parties I left for you. Yeah, that's why he enjoyed it. <laughs> What's the matter, Chubb? Didn't you like me? Well, I'll tell you, Lulu. As, as one thespian to another, it was excellent theater. Excellent. No. Thank you, Charlie, darling. Now, I do hope you're not just pulling my leg. No, no. But it ain't a bad idea. <laughs> Enough, young man. Ever since seeing you in uh, a royal scandal, I feel that you're more the regal type. You have the background of a queen. My, I'll have to watch that. (laughs) Knowing knowing that we were to be honored with your presence, I've written a little three-act plagiarism. Uh, Charlie... Yeah. In your play, do do I? Uh, yes, Bergen, yes, you do. You have a part. You are the king, and Tallulah is the queen in the kingdom of miscellanea. <laughs> Places, everybody. Curtain. Edgar! King Edgar! Queenie? Oh, I've had such a trying day entertaining diplomats and diplomatesses. <laughs> Let us drop in on the Duke of Ellington and cut a rug. Oh, not tonight, my Tallulah Belle. Let's stay home and play a a spirited game of uh, checkers. Checkers? I've been playing checkers with you all week, and you haven't won a game yet. I know, but tonight I feel jumpy. (laughs) Oh, those trumpeteers. You've just got to speak to Petrillo. Announcing the Royal Courier, Lieutenant Charles Bukakovich. Ah, your queenship, I bow in worship. Bow? Nay, why don't you kiss me? But after all, you are a queen. So what? Love is blind. Yeah. <laughs> but the king ain't. <laughs> don't worry, I'll take care of that. King Edgar, why don't you go to the counting house and count your money? Oh, that's an excellent idea, my dear. <laughs> Here's my money. Uh, my money, 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 money. <laughs> that's perfect typecasting. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, lieutenants, at last we are alone. Yes, Queenie. And now that we're alone, I want to tell you... I'd rather hope that you could make me a major. Well, for a kiss, I might. Oh, no sooner said than done. Here's your request. Hmm. Oh, General. (laughs) What will we do about the king? Oh, I'm having the royal apothecary prepare a poison potion. (laughs) Poison potion? What you have in my own? Murder, Jackson. Now kiss me, my fool. Oh, excuse me, Your Highness. Princess Anita, why aren't you rehearsing your song for the royal ball? But I already know it. Prove it. Oh, no, no, not now. Oh, Queenie, but music is the food of love. Ah, then sing, Anita, my sweet. Sing. It was a 
was just a neighborhood dance, that's all that it was, but oh, what seemed to be. It was like a masquerade ball with costumes and all, cause you were at the dance with me. It was just a ride on a train, that's all that it was, but oh, what it seemed to be. It was like a trip to the stars, to Venus and Mars, cause you were on the train with me, and when I kissed you, darling, it was more than just a thrill for me, it was the promise, darling, of the things that fate had willed for me. was just a wedding in June, that's all that it was, but oh, what it seemed to be. It was like a royal affair with everyone there, cause you said yes I do, Princess Edita, you sang divinely. You know, with your beautiful voice and my guiding hand, you will go far. Yes, Princess Edita, you sang divinely. Now get out. Oh. <laughs> yes, Your Highness. Goodbye, General. <laughs> and now, as for you, you two-timing corporal. Corporal. <laughs> You mean I'm busted so soon? Oh, Queenie, you know I love you terribly. You certainly do. You're not happy surrounded by all these jewels and gold. Let me take you away from all this. It's too late for that. Well, then let me take all this away from you. <laughs> to think I was so happy on this, my husband's murder day. And now I'm so depressed. Where's my court jester? <laughs> Did you call me your saluter, Shep? <laughs> jester, come here and abuse me. Oh, yes, rather. <laughs> <laughs> I say, here is a wizard, Solrid. I think it's just too frightfully funny. <laughs> well, that kills it right there. <laughs> Now, how can you say that? Haven't I always been laugh-provoking? No, just provoking. <laughs> oh, just provoking. Yes. <laughs> that is funny, isn't it? <laughs> oh, really, I can't go on. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Best news I've had today. <laughs> I'm so glad I made you happy. <laughs> Cheerio. <Yeah. laughs> 
Oh, it wasn't that good. Oh, Queenie, let's kiss and make up, huh? After we bump off the king, we can wed. Yes, darling. Then you would be my king and I would be your queen. Yes, and we could raise a bunch of little face cards. Uh, pardon me, Royal Highness. Uh, your prescription is ready. Uh, tell me, uh, what uh, poison did you put in this potion? Well, first, it contains equal parts of hydrocacastrophe, emulsified futility, potassium fandango, and arsenic. <laughs> what, no old uh, lace? <laughs> you may go now, and don't mention this to a soul. Oh, yes, Your Highness. And may I wish you a very happy assassination? <laughs> <laughs> Now, before the king comes, I'll pour out three glasses of wine. Looks nourishing, doesn't it? And now I'll slip the poison in this one. That one. Tallulah Bell. Jiggers, here he comes. Would anybody like to play a game of checkers? I would, but I don't think you'll be able to move. (laughs) First, let us drink a toast. Yes, to your health, your majesty. Why are you still got it? <laughs> Did you slip the Mickey in the glass, Queenie? Yes, but I forgot which glass. Yeah. Well, that puts me on the wagon. <laughs> Go on, drink it. We can't let him suspect anything. Yeah, but won't it look kind of funny if I go out free first? <laughs> come, come, my friends, come. Why the delay? Bottoms up. Well, here goes nothing. Oh, don't be afraid, my darling. I'll always love you. Yeah, but it's more fun when I'm alive. (laughs) Down the hatch. Down the hatch. Well, how does everybody feel? I feel all right. You do? Well, that narrows the feel down. And you, King? Well, I, uh, I'd, uh, <coughs> say, what was in that wine? It certainly makes me feel awful. Well, that makes me feel good. <laughs> yes. Oh, I've been poisoned. I've been poisoned. Look, he's falling! Tinder! Ouch. Oh, there's a fire tearing at me, Vitals. Uh, growing dark. I am drowsy. I am drowsy. You're also lousy. No. <laughs> In a few short minutes, I will be but a memory. We hate to rush you, but can you make that one minute? You want me to hurry? Yeah, we got a commercial to do yet. Water, water, water! I'd give my very soul for a drink of cool, clear water. What in the world brought that out? Oh, nothing. That's just a scene I did in Lifeboat. Now listen, Miss Bulkhead. Bulkhead? I'm wise to you. You've been trying to ruin my play with your handing and up. Are you trying to tell me how to act? Why, you animated hitching post? (laughs) I was acting before the tree surgeon brought you in his little black bag. You were acting before Uncle Tom built his cabana. Oh, fire is tearing at me, Michael. I'm dying. Oh, 
shut up, Curly Locks. Go ahead and die. <laughs> but I have one last request to make before I go. What is it, Bub? Would anybody like to play a game of checkers? <laughs> Ken Carpenter speaking to you from the Pasadena Playhouse, Pasadena, California. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Greeting you from Los Angeles City College, Los Angeles, California. On behalf of Benjamin Bergen, Carly McCarthy, Ray Norman, his orchestra, Anita Gordon, Waterman Stern, Pat Patrick, his Ursula Twing, Johnny McGovern, and our special guest, Gary Cooper. And here are Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy. Wonderful, Bergie. Yes, it is. I never have seen so many college students here, so many men. <laughs> and they're all majoring in girls. <laughs> Charlie, I want to talk to Ray Noble alone. Hmm? Quite, quite, yes. yes. So what's the idea? Alone. What am I around here? Chop liver? No, no, no. <laughs> what's the idea, Bergen? Well, we want to talk about gifts. You know, it's almost Christmas time, you know. Edgy. Oh, yes, of course, of course. Well, you go right ahead and talk, you you generous old bundle of Christmas spirits, you. <laughs> that ought to pay off December 25th. Yeah. Santa Claus is coming. You know, that reminds me, Edgar. I have to look over my last year's Christmas presents to see who I'll give them to this year. Yeah, it's I quite know. a thing, isn't it? Yes, yeah, sure. Ray, Charlie's been peeking at the Christmas presents that I've hidden in oh, the house. <laughs> and he's also gotten into my Christmas candy. Don't you mean he's gotten the candy into him? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a snickeroo. <laughs> no. Well, almost. Well, well, perhaps not. No. <laughs> when, I, when I ask Charlie about the candy, I know he always says it's mice. Mice? But I can play his game, too, you know. I've <laughs> yeah, yeah. got one cooked up, too. <laughs> you have. Now, uh, Ray, will you play along with me? Oh, right. Oh, boy. I hope it's basketball. I have a sensational dribble, Edgar. No, no, no. No, I do. No, no, no. No, I mean teaching Charlie a lesson on this. Uh... Oh, oh, I yes, see. Yes, 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 yes. Now, watch him squirm, oh, Ray. Good. I'm going to enjoy this. <laughs> oh, Bergie. Yes, all right. Come here, Charlie. Uh, yes, Charlie. Charlie, what is it, Charlie? I... I had some candy put away for Christmas. Yeah. 
And now half of it is gone. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> this comes as a blow. Yeah, yeah. Well, how could anyone stoop that low? Yeah. It was on the top shelf in my closet. How could anyone reach that high? <laughs> Well, as I've said before, pesky little things, those mice. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, Charlie, you've convinced me that it was mice. I have? Yes. Oh, good. So last night, do you know what I did? Yeah, what'd you do? I I put rat poison in the candy. Oh, I say that is juicedly clever. You... (laughs) You do what? Yeah. Rat poison? Rat poison? No. Man, the stomach pumps. Or I don't. What are you complaining about? You know what you've done. You've killed the wrong rat. You poisoned. You Lucretia Snurgus Borgia. Yeah, Yeah. But, Charlie, you said it was mice who ate the candy. Well, you should know better than to believe what I say. I do. <laughs> Charlie, did you eat any of those with the, you know, with the chopped nuts on top? Yeah. Oh, those were my favorites. Yes. Did you, uh, did... Oh, yes. No! Charlie, what? it wasn't chopped nuts at all. It wasn't? No. Who was it? But that... That was sodium kaleidoscope mixed with corrodium hypothecate. Charlie, is there something you want to get off your chest? Yeah, you got the right idea, but the wrong location. <laughs> I've been poisoned like a rat. I'm gonna die. Oh, oh, I say, that's that's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> Well, don't put yourself out. <laughs> Let's just say it's darn nuisance. Uh... Oh, but you know, Charlie, I had an uncle once yeah. named, named Joe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he swallowed some poison one evening. Oh, how is he now? Uh, Joe is no mole. Oh! <laughs> Charlie. Yes, Turkey. Charlie, I'm, I'm going to miss you. Oh, thank you. It'll take me a couple of weeks to break in a new boy. <laughs> you mean you can think of that? Even before your knee gets cold? All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, everything is getting dark. I'm slipping away. Calling Dr. Kildare. Calling Dr. Jacobson. Or... <laughs> Sorry. Is, um, is there anything, anything that you want to leave me? Yeah. You can have the rest of that poison candy. <laughs> Well, I think you've learned your lesson, young man. Yeah. So, Charlie, I want to tell you now that I didn't poison the candy. You didn't? No. You mean I ain't going to succumb to... No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Why, you, you, you ventriloquist, you. I'll clip you, so help me, I'll mow you down. All right. And the orchestra of the Ray's special arrangement of Home is Where the Heart Is.
The new blend of taste in Sanborn is marvelously improved. It's the most satisfying coffee you ever tasted. So taste it. Taste it now. There's no other way to find out how greatly Chase and Sanborn is improved. Not even your own mother can tell you. She may say it's uh, the most flavorful coffee money can buy today. But even that only tells you to taste it. Because this is a new coffee experience. The new Chase and Sanborn is a sensational achievement in the blending of finer coffees. A new pitch of glorious flavor is fully developed, fully realized, and it's fully protected until it reaches you. The vacuum pack delivers this extra flavor, multiplied in the blending, quickly vacuum-sealed at its best and freshest. No other container ever made can give you so much coffee goodness. Taste it. Now's the time to ask for improved Chase and Sanborn, the new nationwide coffee sensation. Hello, Mortimer. Ooh, yeah. I was just going outside to look for you. Well, don't let me keep you. No. I'll be here when you get back. Yeah, I imagine so. <clears throat> what in the world are you doing with all that money? That's quite a roll. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Grandpa Snurd gave it to me to buy a mule. Oh, I see. From our neighbor farmer, uh, Ember, Ember Crummy. Ember Crummy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Abercrombie. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, I, I think I'd better give you some pointers about buying animals. Well, yeah, yeah. So, Mr. Abercrombie, uh, so he won't get the best of you, you see? Oh, yeah, sure. Well, that's all right. Mm. The best of me is none too good. No. <laughs> now, the first thing when you go shopping, yeah. you, you mustn't appear too anxious to buy. No. Now, don't be too anxious to buy the mule. No. And start talking about, oh, just talk about the weather, see? Yeah, oh, but supposing they don't happen to have them that day. Oh, they'll have them. <laughs> and don't pay him the first price he asks. No? No. See, do a little, uh, well, a little dickering. Yeah? Yes. Uh, dickering. Yeah. You know what dickering is? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, dickering, dickering duck, uh... A mule ran up my sock. No, no, no. I think I have an idea. I think we better rehearse this whole thing right now. Yeah. So you'll do it right. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'll be the man. I'll be the man who owns the mule. Yeah? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and I'll be the mule. No, no. No, you just be yourself. No, shucks. <laughs> I always get the lousy end of it. Here we go. Now, let's rehearse this. Yeah. Now, I'm the farmer. Yeah. Yes, I'm a farmer. Well, I'm glad you finally got into something respectable. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now. now, remember, talk about the weather first. Yeah, yeah. Hello there, Mr. Snurd. Howdy. Mm. It ain't as rainy as it is, was it? No. <laughs> How much do you want for your mule? Oh, as much as I can get. Sold. Wrap it up. No. no. Not so fast, Mortimer. Not so fast. Don't be anxious. Oh, yeah. Look, look. 
Well, let's see how much I want for them. Oh, I'd say, uh, oh, I'll take $30 for the mule. Oh, don't be a darn fool. I got $40 in my pocket. <laughs> Maybe I could show you better if I do the buying. Yeah, yeah, that'd be better. Now, now you're Mr. Abercrombie. Are you? Yeah, yeah. And I say to you, Mr. Abercrombie, I want to buy your mule. How does $20 sound to you? Well, sounds like $20. Sounds like $20. Now, say, wait a minute. You say, I'm Mr. Abercrombie? You're Mr. Abercrombie. Well, then I already got the mule. You have the mule. That's right. Well, then the deal's off. Goodbye. Oh, no. How can I be so stupid? Okay for bathrobes and slippers, but don't wait another day for this treat. Start celebrating tomorrow. Royal Yes, more, more, more food energy than sweet fresh milk. That's the simple story of Royal Puddings. Mothers know the magic in milk. It's rich in proteins, vitamins, minerals, food energy. 
And royal puddings give even more, yes, even more food energy than the sweet, fresh milk you make them with. Children must have plenty of food energy for the running and jumping that helps develop better bodies. So give your children lots of royal puddings. A big, delicious serving costs just a few cents. So buy, try royal puddings. You love them all. Rich, delicious chocolate, smooth, creamy vanilla, mellow, golden butterscotch. Royal Oh, gee. Now, if I could just get somebody to help me put over a big deal, I really have a white Christmas, boy. Howdy, Charlie. Uh, huh? I could have sworn I heard somebody. Here I am, up here. Oh, up there, yeah. <laughs> well, if it ain't Gary Cooper. Hi, hi, you bean pole. Hi, you nut hole. Yeah. Hey, Gary, it sure is good to see you. Yep. Yep. Haven't been around a long time, have you? Nope. <laughs> Don't say much, do you? Maybe not, but uh, nobody has to do my talking for me. Oh. <laughs> I say, Mo Cooper, you know, Gary, I I have a little proposition to make. <laughs> the same old McCarthy. Yeah. If you weren't so big, I'd resent that. <laughs> Well, what's your proposition? Well, you see, the Royal Order of Rexluggers are giving a Christmas party for the poor kids. And we'd like to have you help us solicit some dough. Well, uh, asking for money is a bad habit to get into. Well, I'll be glad to break it as soon as I get the money. Uh, what am I supposed to do? Well, all you have to do is to put on this Santa Claus suit, see? Oh, no, I don't want any part of anything red. Oh, <laughs> of these poor kids, Gary. There's no Santa Claus, no peasants, no trees. Uh, what do you say? No soap. Oh. <laughs> but these poor little tots will be waiting, waiting. How can I face the oh, 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 oh. Stop it, Charlie. I've changed my mind. Oh, you changed your mind? Oh, good. Oh, those poor kids. No Santa Claus. Yeah. Oh, this is awful. <laughs> Break it up. We've closed the deal. We've made a deal. Now, let's cut out the sentiment. Now, here's Bergen's old Santa Claus suit. Uh, here are the pants. Just slip them on, the trousers. Okay, Charlie. There. Yeah. Say, uh, look at these pants. The trousers don't come down to my shoes. No, they don't, do they? No. Could you pull up your shoes a little higher? <laughs> These, these pants are so short for this cold weather. Well, how'd you like to wear some earmuffs on your knees? <laughs> now, try on the coat, too. That's better. It isn't too loose on you, is it? No, it'll be all right when I get a pillow in it. Sure. Now, you know that? That looks... It looks very chicky. Very chicky. And here is a nice open-toed beard. <laughs> there. Uh, now, how do I look? Uh, Yeah. Well, you look like something the Yuletide washed in. What's the matter? 
You don't mind a little criticism, do you? You, you just don't look merry, Gary. Uh, don't you ever smile? Yeah, I smiled once last week. <laughs> well, don't, don't you like jokes? Oh, sometimes, if they're not too funny. Oh. <laughs> well, now, let's see. Let's just see you cut loose with a good jolly laugh, huh? Like this? Oh. <laughs> Maybe I better teach you how to laugh. Now, there are, there are different kinds of laughs. There's first the hee-hee, the ho-ho, and the yak-yak. Of course, there's also the extreme, the bapho, of which I don't even hope for in this case. Charlie, uh, what do you want me to give, the hee-hee or the ho-ho? Well, an assortment would be nice if it wouldn't strain you. <laughs> well, I think I can handle it. Good. Gee, I can hardly wait to try this out on somebody. Well, good. I've got a kid outside. Are you ready now? I reckon so, as soon as I straighten my stomach. Well, good. Remember your jolly Santa Claus now. I'll call the kid in. Oh, Gimlet. Yeah? Come here, will you? Oh, hiya, Charlie. Hi. Say, who's the big lug in the red underwear? <laughs> I'm Santa Claus. Well, what about the jolly? What about the laugh? The laugh? Oh, yes. I'm jolly Santa Claus. Ho, ho, hee, hee. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at What's all. the matter? Did I hear you when I should have hoed? <laughs> hey, Santa, you want to know what I want for Christmas? Not particularly. <laughs> well, of course you do. Of course you do. Oh, yes, of course I do. Yeah. And don't forget, ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Oh. <laughs> uh, tell me, Sonny, uh, have you been a good boy? How could I help it? I've been sick in bed for three weeks with the mumps. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Ho, ho, ho. No. You're, you're sorry to hear that. He's been sick. You're sorry. Oh, I, I'm sorry to hear that. Ho, ho, ho. No. You're sorry and you're ho, ho, ho. How do you figure that out? What's this? I am hysterical. You're impossible. <laughs> you got lost in your beard. Yeah. <laughs> Well, go ahead. Now, ask the kid what he wants for Christmas. All right. What do you want for Christmas? What's the matter with you? Can't you read? Didn't you get my letter? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I misplaced it. Now, uh, let's see. What did I give you last year? You gave me the runaround. That's what. <laughs> Hey, Gimlet, don't you want to show Santa your appreciation with a gift or something? Yeah, right in the shin. Here. No, no, no it hit me. Why, you little nincompooper. Get away from me. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to push me. I'm going to tell my yuckle. So long, Hey, wait a minute. And it's for hey. you, Santa Claus. Sorry, I'm quitting. I'm turning in my whiskers. Oh, you can't quit now, Gary. Think of those poor little kids. All right? Now, don't start that again. Okay. Oh, Charlie. Here comes Bergen. Get the chin uh, pompadour back out. Oh, there you are. And who is this? I'm Jolly Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. Oh. 
My, what nice long whiskers you have. Lovely. Oh, stop it, Bergen. I know what you're thinking, but they won't look good there. All right. <laughs> I'm uh, trying to raise some money. I'm trying to raise some money for some of the poor boys. Yeah, Bergen, how about a donation? A quarter, 50 cents or something? A worthy cause? Well, if it's a worthy cause, money was meant to be spent, and I'll give you $10. Oh. Oh, I just can't take those shocks. Yeah. Well, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. <laughs> oh, ho, 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 ho. Ten bucks out of there. Oh, Charlie. Yeah, what is it, Anita? I was just going to... Oh, and uh, who is this? Oh, this is Santa, Anita. <laughs> oh. <laughs> ain't, uh, ain't this racy dialogue? <laughs> Cute. Say, ma'am, ain't you a little big to be sitting on my knee? Uh-huh. The bigger I get, the better I like it. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Anita, stop trying for your MRS degree there. Ma'am, what do you want for Christmas? Oh, I'd be satisfied with Santa Claus. I didn't know you were so sentimental about Santa Claus. I am when it's Gary Cooper. Oh, you peek. That's what you do. Goodbye, need. Santa. <laughs> well, uh, this is kind of fun, Charlie, and we've collected $10. Yeah. You know, we can raise a... Oh, no. Uh, my name is Ethel Twing, Pam, and I... I, I... <laughs> Take my guy, simmer down. Uh, I guess you know why I'm here. Yeah, they're cleaning out your cage. Uh, no, no, not that at all. I, I'm, I'm little Gimlet's uncle, and I understand that you kicked him and threw him out, and I just am so uh, burned up as, as a shish kebab. Well, uh, I wouldn't feel that way. I'm Jolly Jolly Santa Claus. Ho ho ho! Oh, 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 oh! I'm your big fat self too. I do not believe in Santa Claus till there. Well, this is Gary Cooper. I don't believe in Gary Cooper either. <laughs> He's a big Hollywood star. Oh, he is? Yeah. Oh, for goodness sakes, my gosh. What does he do? Oh. Well, aren't you a movie fan? Don't you ever go to the movies? Well, frankly, Mr. Goober, uh, I, no, I, I do not. I do not go to the movies, but I, I am just a fanatic about lantern slides on wildlife. <laughs> You all rascal, you. Yes, and they always ask me to be a judge at flower shows, too. Uh, do you want to know why? Yeah, why? Because I smell so good. <laughs> and now, uh, now, Mr. Coogan, uh, what, what is your favorite flower? Oh, wait. <laughs> What's yours? Well, just everyone is talking about my trailing arbutus. Well, don't worry. You just uh, put on a long coat and nobody will ever notice it. <laughs> Very cute. Uh, that just about does it, Mr. Kipper. I, I, I'm... <laughs> believe you me, I, I'm... Uh, you kicked my nephew, and you've insulted me, and believe me, I'm going to put Santa Claus in Santa Quentin. No, uh, well, wait a minute. Um, uh, I've collected a little money. No, we no. might be able to settle this peacefully. You can't buy me. I'm above such things. Well, I have uh, $10. Oh, you have? Well, I'm not that much above it. <laughs> Here's the money. Oh, goody, goody, small buck. Mm. And, and, and to show you that I'm not ungrateful, I'll even bring my nephew back so you can kick him again. Goodbye. Oh. Oh. <laughs>
New coffee excitement, a new coffee sensation is bringing a round of cheers. Everybody's praising this newcomer, the latest from Chase and Sanborn. It's the new improved blend of Chase and Sanborn coffee that's getting so much praise. It's the most satisfying coffee you ever tasted. So, taste it, taste it now. Even if every neighbor, every friend assures you that the new Chase and Sanborn is the richest, most flavorful coffee money can buy, that still means taste it. Lift your cup and take a swallow. And then you'll know what they mean. It's a new coffee experience. You get more flavor, the flavor of fighter coffees raised to a glorious new pitch. What's more, this extra flavor reaches you at its best and freshest. Because every pound of the new Chase and Sanborn is vacuum-packed at the roasting oven door. No other container can possibly give you so much freshly roasted coffee goodness. Taste it. Ask your ghoster for improved Chase and Sanborn, the new coffee sensation. Be sure and listen in next Sunday to Edgar Bergen, Charlie McCarthy, Mortimer Stern, Ray Noble, Nina Gordon, Pat Patrick, and their special guest, Robert Colbert. This week, when you're buying groceries, ask for Chase and Sanborn Coffee and Royal Footy. This is Ken Carpenter speaking to you from Los Angeles, California. Thanks for tuning in to our special Hump Day Happy Hour edition of the podcast. And thanks to our Podbean listener, DJ Jeff, for requesting shows by Charlie McCarthy. If you haven't done so, join the Podbean community by downloading the Podbean app on your phone. And join us here again on Friday for another classic comedy radio broadcast. I'm Greg Fordyce, and remember... All my good parts are tingling.